0: Sri Sai Sat Saritra, Chapter 8, Importance of Human Birth Sri Ganeshai Namaha, Sri Saraswate Namaha, Sri Venkateshai Namaha, Sri Sai Nadhai Namaha, Sri Sadgurubhyo Namaha In this chapter, Hemant Pan tells us about the importance of human life, Sai Baba's taking arms. Baya Jabai service, Baba's love for Kushalkat and other matters. Importance of human birth. It is man's firm belief that there is a heaven above and a hell below the earth on which he lives. God has created the earth as a karma boomi. And those who do good deeds on this earth go to a heaven. And those who do evil deeds go below to the hell. In this wonderful universe of heaven, earth and hell, God has created billions of beings which are continu- which are in continuous state of transmigration. The people who do good work on earth create a Punya account and start enjoying from the account in the heaven. Once the balance of their account becomes zero, they come back to earth and once again indulge in doing karma. Similarly, those who do evil deeds create a papa account and spend this account in hell. Once the balance of this account also reaches zero, they come back to earth and indulge in doing karma. The transmigration of souls is dependent on the karma they do on this karma bhumi. Hence that part of the life spent on the earth is of utmost importance. There is a beautiful Sai Baba picture in the left side of this page. As said earlier there are billions of being in this universe all the beings have four things in common food sleep fear and sexual union men also shares these with other beings but what separates him from others is the invaluable thing he possesses knowledge possesses that is knowledge if it if it is this knowledge which one can one trans- It is this knowledge which can transform him to a state of godliness. Hence, it is important that man should use his knowledge properly. Knowledge tells a man that his life on this earth is limited. He has to face death at the end of his life. The time between birth and death has to be utilized sagaciously. In spite of this awareness, half the lifetime is spent in sleep. In other words, if a man lives for 100 years, 50 years are spent in sleep. Even the remaining 50 years are not spent wisely. The first 15 years are lost in childhood. The last 15 years are spent in diseases and infirmity. The remaining 20 years are spent in procreation and protecting the creation. Where, then, is the time for God or Self-Realization? This is where the necessity of a sadguru arises. Only He can guide us through this maze and take us to our ultimate destination. Knowledge also tells us that the human body is perishable. After death, it is consumed by flames. Even during lifetime, it, it houses various diseases, swarms, filth, urine, pus, and many other undesirable elements. It also decays with time. With all these drawbacks, it is still the only vehicle through which God can be realized. This is the only vehicle which gives us knowledge, hence this human body should be taken care of properly and utilized properly. We have to use this vehicle as a skilled rider who would use his horse to reach his destination. It should neither be ignored because of its undesirable contents nor should it be pampered too much so as to forget its purpose. The human body which is obtained after several good deeds in earlier birth should be used to realize God and to see that that we escape from this eternal cycle of punarapi janmam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani jadare shamam. This effort has to be made in this life itself. There is a beautiful picture of Baba watering the plants in Lindyburg in his garden in this page and I am turning the page where I see Baba standing out with a kafni, white long shirt and with a tin can so continuing to the last sentence to think that it should be done in the next life would be foolish, there is no certainty that we will be granted a human body in the next life, the next life depends on the knowledge acquired in this life and the use to which the knowledge is applied yatha prajnyam he samba Birth depends on the knowledge acquired in the previous birth. Knowledge can be properly acquired with the guidance of a Sadguru. There is no Sadguru than Sri Sai Baba. God first created this universe with sun, moon, stars and other beings, but none of them could either understand or appreciate his play or him. So he created a human being and endowed him with knowledge in order to understand him. His objective was to create a universe which could be understood by an intelligent being and admire his immense powers and creative abilities. Hence this life should be used to acquire that understanding. One should not strive for the gratification of the sensory organs alone. Earning money is not the only goal of life. With bhakti one comes to know that Guru and Brahman are not separate. Only those persons, only such persons who have an opportunity to escape from the grip of Maya. There is no better vehicle other than human body to achieve the four purushatras, Dharma, Artha, Kama and moksha. Till the time the body decays and disintegrates, we should strive only for self-realization. Only a Sadhguru to whom we should submit totally can help. Only when the Sadhguru accepts the responsibility, does our life realize its goal. Blessed indeed to have Baba as Sadhguru. Our aim should be to surrender absolutely to the Sadguru who has realized God. A Sadhguru can do what preaching, scriptures, discussions and others cannot do. Any number of stars in the sky cannot produce the same illumination as does a sun. This is the importance of the guru. Among the sadgurus, Sai Baba is the foremost. To get a sadguru like Sai Baba is a fortune. Baba had all the virtues of a sadguru, like compassion, piety, humility, and detachment. He treated both the prince and the pauper alike. Sorry, he treated both the prince and the pauper alike. He was treated comfort. He also treated comfort and discomfort alike. Baba's Schedule of Mendicancy Baba went for collecting alms daily. He carried with him a tin pot and a jolly, a rectangular piece of cloth with all the four corners tied together in a knot, hung over in his shoulder. He stood before each door and shouted, Mai roti di, Mother, give me roti, a circular eatable prepared with wheat flour. All those householders in front of those thresholds Baba shouted like that were indeed very blessed. He collected all the dry items in the jolly and the wet items like soup, milk or buttermilk in the tin pot. The food collected thus he used to throw in an earthen pot. Baba did not follow any particular schedule. Some days he went only for a few rounds. On some other days he used to beg till 12 noon. The food in the mud pot could be taken by anyone. I'm sorry for the sound. The food in the mud pot could be taken by anyone. Crows, cats and dogs used to, to eat freely. The maid who cleaned the mustard took ten to twelve rotis with her. Baba never stopped anyone from the food. How could he stop a poor servant maid when he did not mind dogs eating from his own plate? The, the mixed up food had a different taste altogether, but as Baba had controlled the sense of taste, he never bothered about it. Initially the people of Shirdi thought that he was a mad fakir going from house to house begging for food. Soon they realized that he was far from being mad and what he was doing was also far from begging. They realized that he was a Mahatma and was and what he was doing was collecting the sins committed by them in the form of begging. By giving him harms, they were not doing any favor but freeing themselves the many sins that they committed in their previous lives. Baya Bayaja Bayajabai's baya service. Bayaja Bai. Baya. Tatya Kote, Kote Patel's mother showered love and affection for young Baba from the time she saw him underneath the neem tree. She used to go to the woods every noon with a basket on her head containing roti and vegetables. She roamed in the jungle's course about three miles after course, trampling over bushes and shrubs in search of the mad fakir. Still because of the immense love she had for Baba, she did not mind her own discomfort. The mad fakir sat somewhere in the forest and was in deep meditation. After locating the fakir, she used to spread the eatables on a leaf pampered Baba to eat and forcibly fed him. She gave him bakari, roti prepared from Jowar and salty smash of chana dal, chunka and onion and chili, simple food items which Baba cherished the most. Probably to relive her of her discomfort in walking up to the forest era, area baba stopped going there and took his food in mustard itself her service was indeed great bayaja house was one of the selected house to which baba used to go for Biksha. he would stand outside the gate and say loudly abade aj bayaja mami roti lo roti lo God bless you, Mother Bayajai. Please give roti. Then Bai used to invite him to into the house, but Baba sat in the veranda only. Tatya used to play with Baba. When Bai became physically weak due to old age and was not in a condition even to get up from her bed, Baba asked Tatya to remain at the bedside of his mother and server. When she was nearing her end, she wanted to see baba baba appeared near her head his appearance at the last moment gave her divine bliss she wanted to say something but words did not come out of her she took her son tatya's hand and put it on baba's head having understood her thoughts baba assured her that la- that he would look after tatya from the moment more than his life she knew that his words were god's words after hearing those words from baba she passed away in peace. Both the mother and the son believed that Baba was their god. Baba often told them that Fakiri mendicants was the real lordship as it was everlasting and the so-called lordship riches was transient. The present generation of Patil families still follow meticulously and very religiously the ritual of giving offerings of Thali, Neivedya containing the above-mentioned food items to Baba at Bwarakamai. Dormitory of Three Blessed are the devotees who get the good fortune of this companionship of the great saints. Blessed indeed with Tatya and Mahasalpati who had the companionship of Baba. Baba immensely loved both of them. All the three used to sleep in the masjid. Each one of them had their heads in their north, east and west so that their feet touched at the center. If Baba had his head in the north direction, Tatya slept with his head in the east and Mahasalpati with his head in the west. They spent their time in discussion and disturbed the sleep of the other two. If Tatya started snoring, both Baba and Mahasalpati woke him up. If Mahasalpati slept, the other two woke him. Baba used to pull him to his side, press his legs softly with both hands to give him comfort and then gently massage his back. How happy they were in each other's company. For 14 years, Tatya did not go to his house at all for sleeping. Such was his love for Baba. He used to sleep in the masjid till 1912 when his father passed away. From then on, as he had to shoulder the responsibility of the family, he slept in the house. To those who have dedication, Baba's grace will always be there. To such people, Baba used to go even if not invited. Kushal Chand's Story Chandraban Seth was a rich man in Rahata. Baba loved him very much. When he passed away in December 1911, his nephew Kushal Chand became dearer to Baba. In fact, he loved him as much as Tatya Kote Patil of Shiradi. Baba used to visit him in Raghata, going at times by a bullock cart and other times in a tonga, a cart pulled by a horse. People of Raghata used to come with all the pomp of band music and receive Baba at the outskirts of Raghata. Then Kushal took Baba to his house. Baba used to have his food, spend some time discussing about his welfare and return back to Shirdi. Shirdi is midway, an equidistance from Raghata in the south and Nimgon in the north. Sai Baba never went beyond these two places throughout his whole life, his entire life. Baba did not ever, ever travel by train in fact he did not he had not even seen one Still, whenever any devotee wanted to leave Shirdi to distance places, distant places, Baba used to tell them the arrival and departure timings of the train. Whenever someone was in a hurry to catch a train, he used to say, there is no hurry, have some food and go. Those who heeded his words were happy and those who are ignored did so at their own peril. With this, the 8th chapter called Importance of Human Birth is complete. In the next chapter, Heyman Pan tells us the effect of compliance and non-compliance of Baba's instructions, mendicancy, and. Necessity. Tarkat's family and other matters. Sri Sadguru Sanada Paramastu Shubham Bhavatu. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Thank you so much, Baba, for giving me this opportunity to read your divine, holy Sai Sach Sarita book. I consider this opportunity is truly privileged, truly honored, truly blessed. I wish, pray, and hope the listeners who listen to this podcast the listeners who are hearing to your stories their mind heart and their families be filled with lots of happiness peace bliss health good luck and cheers thank you so much once again for giving me this opportunity i considered is this as a life blessing this moment as a life blessing i'm so glad that listeners are able to hear the story in my voice i am just a tool You are making me do this and I am thankful for that. Love you so much Baba. Love you, love you, love you, love you so much. Om Sai Ram.